Hello, my friends, and happy new year. We are in January of 2022 right now, and I wanted to say that I hope you had some great holidays and ready for a new year. I hope that it's not so cliche for you to be thinking about your health and wellness goals because really any time of the year, any day of the week is a good time to prioritize your health just a little bit more, a little bit more, and a little bit more. And so in January, we are going to be going back to the basics of cycle syncing. So this this month is going to be a series where I'm going to teach you about your cycle, your phases, how it affects us, and how to optimize each phase and how each phase and how our hormones do dictate how we operate in every area of our lives. So I think this is going to be really great for you because I know when I first learned about cycle syncing, it was really about learning applying it, seeing how it impacted me, becoming aware of myself, and then learning a little bit more and learning a little bit more. And so for some of you who are pros with cycle syncing, you've been around this podcast for a long time, you may rehear things or rehear things in a new way. So I hope you stick around too, even though we are going back to the basics. So I'm excited for this. I wanted to let you know that there are two free ways to work with me and two free resources for you to take advantage of, especially in the month of January. So we have the free cycle syncing web class. And in that web class, you will enroll and then get access to a video that really is a rundown of how to sync with your cycle. And as a bonus, you get my cycle syncing cheat sheet. And I'm going to be referring to that cycle syncing cheat sheet in this month's series of podcast episodes. So go snag it. Go snag it now while it's free and you can download that and start syncing with your cycle in a simple way. And then also, if you are hanging out on Facebook, if you like that Facebook community, if you want to talk about some of the things that you learn in the upcoming podcast episodes with other ladies that just get it, come join in the free Cycle Syncing Feminine Fitness Facebook community. Both of those resources will be linked in the show notes of every episode, and then they are also in my Instagram bio. So let's hop into today's episode. Welcome to Feminine Fitness, a podcast for women that want to make simple shifts in their fitness and nutrition that make a big difference. I'm your host, Joelle, and I've been a health and fitness coach for over a decade. I teach women how to look and feel vibrant every day with workouts, food, and mindset changes that support feminine hormone cycles. Each episode, I will give simple tips that are easy to implement that align your goals with cycle syncing. If you feel like achieving your health and fitness goals is always a fight against your body, I want to help you stop the struggle and work with your body. I'm so glad you're here and welcome to today's episode. Hello, my friend. Welcome to today's podcast episode where we are continuing the Your Cycle Back to Basics foundational series. And today we are going to be talking about really relationships and motherhood, um, relationships with your significant other. You guys will often hear me refer to husbands just because that is the type of relationship that I'm in, but you take what it is that will fit for you and, um, 
apply it because I really do think like within your relationship with your significant other and your spouse, knowing where you're at in your cycle, knowing what's going on with you energetically, emotionally will help you and your relationship thrive because the better that you know yourself and you love yourself, you can bring that understanding to your relationship. And we're really going to kind of go into the nitty gritty of that. We're going to roll in through the different phases and really how you feel during that phase. And then really what are the things that you can be doing in your life and in your relationship to have a well-rounded relationship with your family, your partner, your significant other, your husband, and um, your kids. You know, if you're a mom, cyclical living and knowing how to best show up as a mom throughout the different phases of your cycle also leads to just a well-roundedness of kindness, compassion, teaching individual individuality and problem solving and kids doing things on their own based on where you're at in your cycle. So let's talk about follicular phase first. And that is the phase right after your, um, menstrual bleed has stopped and when it comes to motherhood and follicular phase it's really all about creativity and planning and ideas so this is a great time to get out your family calendar this is a really a great time to think about like what is going on in the next month during your follicular phase and if your follicular phase happens to land on the 15th of the month it is a-okay to just look at it for the next four weeks you don't have to wait till the first of the month but plan things out during follicular phase and during follicular phase it's a great time to really think about what it is that's going on like how much you and your family have on your plate and are you feeling like you want to add some things in or looking at the schedule being like whoa this is just way too much for all of us and something's got to give follicular phase is a really great time to do that because after your your you've had your cycle and your energy is back on the rise you're not necessarily in the phase like ovulation yet where you have this over ambitious energy about you it's still just a really nice energy so in follicular phase plan out what you can as a family. Maybe that's activities. Maybe that's sitting down and writing out 10 to 14 dinner ideas because in follicular phase, it's that spring phase, the newness is coming to mind. Like you can really think of a lot of things on the fly. Going somewhere new is always fun to do. Ask questions to learn more about your kids. This is a really great time to really look at your children, check out their differences, check out and think about the things that you, um, maybe the areas of life that you feel you both could grow in. I know during a lot of this time in follicular phase, you know, I can think of some things like, okay, well, in this month, I really want to instill in my boys for picking up their bedrooms like that they're three and five so they're still little but this was just something that came to my mind in follicular phase and I made a plan to see it through and so I put on Friday and Sundays that we're gonna have a little bit of time where we I go into their room with them and we pick up their rooms okay and their rooms don't get that bad I just want to instill in them to 
um, see the difference between a tidy room and a mess and blah, 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 blah. Anyways, I hope that gave and sparked an idea for you. Maybe trying a new family activity is really great during follicular phase. Planning out meals for the the month I gave that idea kind of coming up with some new meal plans and ideas and so within motherhood follicular phase can be a really great time for that planning that preparation that seeing things in a light to put it into action right your energy is coming back on the rise. Now, when it comes to your relationship with your significant other, this may be just a really good time once again to bring some fun back into your relationship, bringing some fun back into different areas of your relationship. You know, this is really a good time to explore and really remember what it is you guys loved to do before kind of getting to the grind of everyday life. Maybe bringing up some of those memories or going somewhere that sparks some of those memories. Really in follicular phase and into ovulation phase, things with your partner are probably running pretty smooth because we have that estrogen on the rise. We have that testosterone peaking as well, where we're really just kind of mellow about things. Like Things aren't necessarily bothering us that much. And so follicular and ovulation phase are a great time to really just have that funness and that newness within you and your relationship, okay? I've given the example, and I'll probably circle back to this, of like when certain things are... Okay, when your partner does certain things, and it totally depends on where you're at in your cycle, where it doesn't really bother you, and then other times it does, okay? And I want you to keep that in mind as I talk about in the other phase, and we'll kind of like circle back to this. So now, rolling into ovulation phase, and when it comes to motherhood and my marriage, in ovulation phase, I'm really thinking about using that energy and that creativity that I had throughout follicular phase and ovulate and into ovulation to get things done, to get out and about. Like this is the time where if there's any sort of event planning, then I'm usually like going overboard <laughs> with the plans. If there's a birthday party during um, ovulation phase, more than likely there's going to be a lot of people, there's going to be a lot of things, a lot of activities, a lot of decorations, because I just have that outward energy to maximize and get it all done. This is a time where it's really great to be around other people. So maybe during ovulation phase, it's a great time to arrange play dates or go somewhere new or have like a planned event. So maybe it's picnic at a park. I know during the summertime in ovulation phase, I usually do fun Friday with my kids. And when you follow me on Instagram and you see me post and share about fun Friday with my kids, you will see how it changes based on what phase I'm in. In follicular phase, like maybe we are going to an indoor playground and I'm in there playing with the kids or I'm playing basketball with them. Maybe in ovulation phase, it's really something that I have planned out. Like maybe we go out and about, but maybe it is just something extra special 
special at home, maybe some type of little picnic or we go and um, drive to see some friends. Like maybe we take a little road trip and make a whole day out of it. And then it changes in luteal, which we'll roll in and talk about. But just remember in follicular and ovulation phase, when it comes to your motherhood and your marriage, bring in the energy, bring in that outwardness, whether that means date night out or, you know, doing something active that you really love doing with your partner or together as a family. That is a really great time to do that during those phases. Now rolling in to luteal phase. Or wait, let's talk about, sorry, I'm kind of hopping around. You guys, I'm recording this in luteal phase and this is how my brain works in luteal phase. So bear with me. But with ovulation phase and some fun things to do within your marriage is communication, like your communication center and really understanding other people's points of view is optimal during ovulation phase. So if something's really going on that you want to bring up or discuss, ovulation phase is a great time to do it because more than likely you're not going to get super defensive. And I don't know if you've ever brought defensiveness to a disagreement between you and your significant other, but guess what? Nothing good ever really comes from when you or your partner gets defensive when trying to discuss something. And so during ovulation phase is a great time to bring bring it up, to have those discussions about your relationship goals or some of the things that you desire to have or change or see differently within your relationship. Oftentimes it's during ovulation phase where I remind my husband like, hey, next week, could you really really try to wake up early and help me with the kids in the morning. Help them um, make sure that they're dressed, you know, like get up early and help me get them get dressed because in follicular and ovulation phase, me doing the whole morning shebang isn't that big of a deal, but I know myself and in late luteal, I get kind of overwhelmed during that phase. And so, yes, I do give my husband a gentle reminder. And yes, because I'm in late luteal, if he rolls down the stairs five minutes before he wants to get out the door, I get a little cranky, but I know myself and I know just not to make a big deal about it or just kindly remind and blah, blah, blah. Anyways, that's some specific examples in my relationship. So let's roll into luteal phase now. So luteal phase tends to be pretty okay for me and you want to pay attention to you in the first like week of luteal phase it's really that late luteal phase where I start to feel my energy drop that progesterone is coming up and rising up and kind of bringing in that contentment that reflection that inward that kind of meh feeling and with late luteal phase we can still do things in that phase that are going to serve us and our family and and aid and support and develop relationships between our kids and I and our partner and I so with late luteal phase this is a really great time to let your kids help more with chores kind of circling back to that example of you know, deciding them taking care of their rooms in follicular ovulation and early luteal, that's a good solid like three weeks of me being there and 
doing it with them. And then maybe when late luteal rolls around, I have them go in and try it out on their own without much of my guidance. Well, my kids are still three and five, so they'll probably still need a handful of my guidance, but it's really letting them help more with chores, really setting them up to be entertaining themselves, kind of circling back to the fun Friday. Fun Friday and late luteal may sometimes just be us being outside and enjoying our yard. I probably haven't planned much. I probably am not planning anything that's going to exceed much of our energy. If we do have friends over, it's really just like a come over, show up as you are. I don't care if you're in your pajamas type of thing. Um, And it's really just different. This is a great time also to... Um, handle some ant- like back-end things f- for your kids. Like if you wanted to get dentist appointments scheduled or haircuts scheduled, like those really kind of admi- administrative tasks that we as mothers have to take care of. Like some of those things like really look back and be like, okay, what, what do I need to like get it done? <laughs> what are some things I just need to make the phone call or I need to send the email? Maybe it's to a teacher. Maybe it's some things at your kids' school. Maybe it's actually going through that pile of paper in your kids' backpack and going through and like getting rid of a lot of that. That's a great thing to do during late luteal. Another thing is, is really tackling some things around your house during late luteal. I know for me, I always joke that during late luteal, the little messes in our home are offensive. And during follicular inovulation, like I'm just not one that needs the house to be like completely spotless, completely put together. But during late luteal, I love doing a good deep clean. I love having a podcast on and doing a good deep clean. That to me during late luteal is just awesome because environmentally that is preparing us for rest for our next phase of our cycle, which is menstrual phase. But still sticking with luteal and talking about your relationship with your significant other, like this is a good time to maybe look at some domestic projects, some things that you want to get done around the house and kind of talk about that with your significant other, really looking at and evaluating your relationship, staying in a date night in is a really, really, really great thing during this phase. You know, maybe knowing this, you start planning. And I know as a mom, for us, it's just not realistic to be like, we get to go on date night and leave the house once a week. That's not something that's suitable for the season that we are in right now. But with this awareness, I do know if I want to plan for us to get out and go out for a date night, follicular and ovulation would be a really great time to look at the calendar and get that planned out. Whereas in late luteal and into menstrual phase, you know, just relaxing at home, ordering a pizza, watching a movie, like that just sounds like a awesome date night for your mood, for your energy, your emotion, and for your relationship because not everything needs to be this like big production, but we can find connection in little simple ways to spend time with each other, right? Do you see how the duality of like, yes, it's really great to go out and get out of the house and get out of the norm with your date nights, but also it's very special to keep it simple and have date nights in. 
This is what I'm talking about with the well-roundedness in your relationships, in motherhood, and marriage, or with your significant other, right? So then we will talk about menstrual phase, which menstrual phase is really that phase where your energy is the lowest. So it is okay to just chill out with your family during this time. Maybe this is time a time where I'm not the one going with my family to the indoor playground. This is winter when I'm recording this. Maybe I'm not the one that goes and does the thing with them. Like maybe we're not going to do something as a family of four. Maybe I'm just like, oh, Sean, you've got this. You know, like you're taking the boys outside to do something. I'm going to stay in and just reflect. Maybe I'm going to read. Maybe I'm going to relax. Maybe I'm just going to do something by myself for a little while. This is a great time to also have your children spend time with themselves. Maybe have more cozy um, movie nights with your kids instead of constantly being like, go, 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 go up your self-care. Tune in to also how your kids are feeling. Remember our emotional and logical problem solving sides of our brains are very connected during our menstrual phase. So just pay attention, give a little check-in, not only to yourself, but to your loved ones and see what comes up and then evaluating your family priorities. So menstrual phase is really that, that time to reflect on like, how did things go this last month? Remember, I wanted you to start off follicular phase with that like planning and that deciding and that awareness and that energy. Maybe during this menstrual phase, you're like, we really had way too much time out of the house. Like I want to have more time as just us together, not running around all the time. Or maybe you're in a season where you're like, I want to add some activities to what we have going on. So we're not just having cabin fever cooped up all winter long, just us. Or maybe it's wanting to plan a trip or something like that. Really bring that evaluation to your motherhood and your marriage. So once again, with your marriage and your relationship during your menstrual phase, this could really just be a time where you're spending quality time with yourself or you're really just exuding minimal energy when it comes to get-togethers or outings or date nights. So let me give a couple situations and scenarios. I've already talked about some of my fun Friday and with menstrual phase, like maybe fun Friday for us is watching all the Toy Story movies and really just seeing how I've talked about the various fun Friday examples. Do you see how that's really just well-roundedness that sometimes it's about getting out and adventure and fun and newness and doing things and then other times it's really just about inward and connection and being centered in in our home and in our family and not really expecting everything to be this production all the time or being on the go all the time. In motherhood and in marriage and in your relationship, it's a beautiful thing to have this cyclical living. Another example with marriage and relationship that 
really has been a new implementation for me because remember i also took it one step at a time with cycle syncing like first it was fitness and then it was nutrition and then it was really kind of learning how all others areas of my life are affected by my cycle but even when it comes to communication in my marriage i know during specific specifically what phases to really vocalize my my um, opinions and when to bring things up and when to listen, you know, it's really during follicular and ovulation phase where I am the one that is talking a lot. And oftentimes during late luteal specifically, I've really had to work hard to be a good listener, to really hear my husband out without being defensive. We talked about defensiveness a little, a little while ago, but not being defensive if my significant other, if my husband brings something up or if my kids bring something up. Not taking it so personally is hard during luteal phase. But if I let it, I don't even want to say let it linger because I am not at all shutting down emotions or voicing my desires or my wants or my needs. I'm not at all shutting down myself. I'm just empowering myself to be thorough and thoughtful because I'm a, I'm a spitfire by nature. Like, believe it or not, I am a spitfire by nature. One of my biggest um, struggles is just, especially to the people I love the most, is just saying it in the moment. And even if it is like a little like poke at somebody else, I've worked really hard at not doing that anymore because I really was noticing how it was hindering my relationships, but instead becoming reflective and knowing when I can best communicate things when my brain is just like, because when my brain is naturally seeing the negative side of things, particularly in late luteal phase, like it's just not a good time for me to voice everything that is going on in my head you know I've given the example and I'm kind of circling back to this now where there are things my husband does and he does the same thing and it just depends on where I'm at in my cycle with my response to it and I noticed this in the winter time of 2020 I believe it was maybe 2019 no because we didn't have a very good winter so it was winter 2019 my husband loves to blow snow with his tractor. Like it is his favorite thing. And we had a lot of snow that winter. So he was going and doing like our whole neighborhood. And I was noticing like during follicular and ovulation, I was like, you are just the sweetest man. That is so awesome. Like, yeah, you go and do that for everybody else. That's so great. Like what a nice guy doing this for the neighborhood. And our neighbors are so sweet and so generous that he does not expect anything in return, but they're just, they're so sweet. So it's been, um, I mean, during those phases, I'm like totally fine with it. And then I would notice if I was in like late luteal or menstrual phase, I was like, well, I wish I was the one who could be in the tractor for hours upon hours and you at home snowed in with the screaming kids. And so it was this, it was that realization that it was the same situation but a different um, reaction to it. So instead of making a fight about it and like confusing the crap out of my husband, because that is confusing, you know, like that is confusing if like one week I'm saying, you're so, that's so nice of you. You're so sweet. And then the next week I'm like, 
I'm the one at home with the kids, you know, like that's, I, I see the, the outside perspective of that response. And when I then just brought that awareness, I mean, I didn't even discuss any of this with, with my husband. I really don't talk a lot about my cycle syncing stuff with my husband. I do have an episode on um, spouse and cycle syncing. I'll link that for you guys because it is a question that I get asked often. But I don't bring it up to him. I just bring that awareness to myself and I understand that if it is late luteal and he's going to be out for hours blowing snow or doing yard work or whatever it is at that time to just like lower the expectation for me and like if I turn the TV on to entertain the kids more during menstrual phase that is a-okay, you know, that is a-okay, and then it's like follicular and ovulation rolls back around, and I'm back to being like, yeah, I can, I can do what I want to do with them, and I've got the energy and the vibrancy for it, so it's, it's fine, the energy, the mood, and the vibrancy comes back, and each phase does serve a purpose, like during the late luteal and menstrual phase, that like centered, inward, nurturing, listening aspect of you really can develop a great um, line of communication for you and your significant other or you and your kids. You know, we don't always have to be the one that is dictating the conversation or for me, overriding the advice or problem solving. Like if I, if there's a hefty conversation that comes up between my spouse or my kids during late luteal, it's hard to not get defensive and judge, but to really listen and think about it. And I mean, when I'm talking with, or when my husband notices the differences in my energy, like he said to me last month, he's like, no, we're not talking about this now. Cause I tell, I can tell you're in a mood. And I was like, I'm not even going to take offense to that. Cause you're absolutely right. Like I, in my head, I was like, yeah, I'm in late luteal. I am in a mood without even knowing I'm in a mood. So you're right. And I just like listened to his perspective and I was like, I hear you and I understand. I just want, I need a little bit of time to respond. Like I really just want to wrap my head around it. And that led to really great communication for us. In the past, I would have been like defensive and blah, blah, and like, this is how it is. And don't you see my perspective? And this is something I'm working on getting better at. We are obviously always going to be working on communication within our marriage. And as our kids get older, like developing good communication with our kids is important too. So I hope that this was helpful, even if it was a little luteal brain and kind of jumping around all over the place. But you guys remember, you have access to the free cycle syncing web class this month where you can get that PDF cheat sheet. But if you're ready to go all in with this, get into the Feminine Fitness Foundations program right now. Purchase it. Start going through it because in February, we are going to have some really great group coaching going on. And so I want you to be a part of that. So you just join the Feminine Fitness Foundations. Make sure you go through the modules, add yourself to the Facebook community, and 
it'll just be really cool to see how in 2022 you evolve into this hold up my friend wait a minute do you wish there was a way to stop the weight loss struggle let's end the misery of cutting calories and increasing cardio as our only approach Thank you so much for listening today. And I know what it feels like to be constantly obsessing over my body, working out harder, eating less, while not seeing results, and actually seeing things go completely backwards. Imagine if you knew how to work with your body, what would it be like to deeply know and understand what your body is going through and give it exactly what it needs to look and feel your very best? This is exactly why I created the Feminine Fitness Foundations course, where I teach you how to sync your fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle with your cycle while increasing your metabolism. You will walk away with understanding each phase of your cycle, what is supportive for each phase, and I know that most plans have you focus on what to cut out, stop doing, or eliminate, but my approach is teaching you to focus on what is supportive for your body and what to do to enhance your everyday life, not deprive you from it. For a limited time, the Feminine Fitness Foundations is available as a self-paced beginner's course. If you get started right now, you will get access to the course and bonus materials like my cycle syncing cheat sheet, meal plan, food list, and four-week strength training program. You guys, go to tinyurl.com forward slash feminine foundations and enroll right now. Like go right now, sister, because I cannot wait to help you realize your hormones are your superpower, not the curse of Aunt Flo and how to use cycle syncing strategy to work with your body instead of against it. So the link again is tinyurl.com forward slash feminine fitness or you can check out the link in the show notes of this episode, or it's always in my Instagram bio as well.